Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast wherein my co-host, it's me, Fjellsprout, Bill Sprout, aka Joshua Fjellstead, and I, the far superior and more evolved okay. Greenping Bell. Uh, well, it's Weepin Bell, but I'm the the Pokemon master here. You're the Pokemon amateur. I, I beat you last week. Because you outleveled me and... I had to explain to you how Safari Zone worked. God, people. The n- amount of texts I had to send Josh this week just to explain how Safari Zone Jeez. works. Well, this Safari Zone is a mess. It's kind of interesting. We'll get to it later. It's a wreck, but it's like <laughs> it's a little bit more engaging than Kanto. I'll give you that, but I would, I would probably argue it's too engaging. A little bit too much for you? Yeah. This is a Pokemon podcast wherein we play through each Pokemon game, gym by gym, week by week. We are currently in season 4B playing through Pokemon Soul Silver and Gold, Heart Gold. Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Yeah. I played Soul Silver, and since I'm the superior one, I'm Greeping Bell. I did mine first. Heart Gold comes first. It rolls off the tongue. As you could tell, once you started with Soul Silver, you were like, what? <laughs> it's Heart Gold, Soul Silver. This is a short leg. So we, we padded it with a little bit of uh, Safari Zone stuff. Right. Um, because, like, technically, it was, so we, we ended last week in Cyanwood, where we got the medicine to fix up Ampharos. Amphi, yeah. In uh, Glitter Lighthouse. And this week, the, really, the only, the journey was to take the medicine back to Ampharos. Right. Give it to him, and then go and battle all of uh, Jasmine and Olivine Jim. And keep in mind, like, Olive doesn't even have gym trainers because we beat them all last week in Glitter Lighthouse. You just march up to her. It's the shortest leg imaginable. Fortunately, they added Safari Zone to Johto in this one. Right. So we tacked that on even though technically we didn't really do gym by gym. We did gym at some point. I was trying to save it for the the very end of my journey this week, but because of the complicated nature of Safari Zone and Warden Babo... Babo... Boba? Boba? What is, what is, what, it's B A A O B A. Balbo? Wait, it's B A O B A? Yeah. Well, the first result and second result are both Pokemon. <laughs> it's Bobapedia and Pokemon.fandom.com. So I guess uh, they made it. It up. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But this, this um, game warden, Baoba. <laughs> yeah. He makes you wait around. We had a lot of trouble even just. <laughs> <laughs> figuring out how to fucking trigger him yeah. to allow us into the safari zone. There's a lot of ways. And it around. happens after you give the secret potion to Jasmine and she administers it to Amphi and then he calls you up and you meet him originally outside Olivine City when he's like advertising this safari zone. But if you go to it when you're on Cianwood before then, you can't go in yeah. anyway. Speaking of secret potions, Tanner, I hear you had a secret potion today. Oh, uh, yeah. Like I did last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're on borrowed time once again? We're once again on borrowed time because I went to the Connecticut Convention Center today in, in beautiful downtown Hartford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Hartford, Connecticut is not beautiful. Okay. I was like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like. I once looked up a list. I, when we were moving up to Connecticut, I was like, what are all the worst towns in Connecticut yeah. so I can avoid them? And everyone's like, Connecticut's all pretty nice except for Hartford. Never go to Hartford. That's a bad one. I don't know. It seems fine. It's like an old, old city and it's all insurance companies. It's the insurance capital of the world. Isn't that like all of Connecticut is like old towns and insurance companies? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. The town I live in, uh, proudly displaying a sign that says, 
George Washington once came through this town and called it a quaint, cute little village. Wow. So most of them were because it was like 17, you know, 70. The infrastructure wasn't really there. Yeah. The other town I live in, because I live right on the border of four towns, (laughs) and that's the Connecticut way. It's like entirely owned by A.W. Stanley of the Stanley Tools fortune. Oh, wow. So I'm surrounded by parks named after Stanley Tools and houses with little plaques on the front that says, Stanley used to live here. The Stanley family lived here. (laughs) Or some other lesser Stanley. A lot of history here in the Northeast, people. That's the draw. That was the main reason that I came out here when I went to college. That I refused to apply anywhere on the West Coast because I was this rapscallion. And I was like, none of my family lives on the East Coast and I'm going to be a history major and I'm going to strike it out on my own and the only part of the country with any goddamn history. It's a a draw. It's an appeal. It's nice like driving around New York and New Jersey and Connecticut and seeing those little blue roadside signs that are like some revolutionary general stayed here once. Well, and remember back at uh, the media company we used to work at and we used to go to that bar, No Idea. Oh, yeah. And how you would go to it and it's a shit show. (laughs) God, I forgot about worst no dive bar that you could possibly wait. Was find. it called No Idea? Yeah, and then One Star. And the successor one star. is One Star, and it's right. still the only bar in the city, including Brooklyn, that knows my name. <laughs> that one, that one lady, Andriana. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the two Bens, the uh, bartender and the owner. Well, I don't know, man. You might, you might have, um, you might have. Uh, what's his face at Hartley's? One over. Yeah, Dara. Dara knows me. I've been back to Hartley's twice now that I can. That's nice. But uh, I haven't seen him yet. But that was all to say that no idea was next door to the birthplace of Theodore Roosevelt. (laughs) So you could just like... You stumble out of the bar. This is like our go-to place. We we used to just get trashed there. And they also have name night. So it's like... They just choose a name. You go and it's like, if it's Tanner's name night, they give you a cup and you just drink free all night. So Yeah. And then you walk out trashed. (laughs) To like have a cigarette, and it's like here's the birthplace of Theodore Roosevelt, <laughs> old Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. yeah, and then it shut down because it was a nightmare. But then they reopened it, and it's the exact same bar, except like four blocks away. As if it needed to be said, one star is obviously awesome, and you it is great. And they still do name night. Really go there if you live in New York or if you come to visit. It's on 24th Street between Sixth and Seventh Avenue. It's right across from Barcade, and. Tell them Josh and Tanner sent you. The point of all of this is I live in Connecticut and I went to go get my second vaccination shot today at the Connecticut Convention Center. And it's now a race against time to get this podcast recorded before everything falls apart. Yeah. And we've already had a lot of banter. Yeah. So when you got your shot, you didn't drink that night. I had one beer. I've opted for the opposite path. Okay. I've already had a couple beers. The devil's gambit. I'll probably have a couple more. Yeah. I did clear my schedule tomorrow. (laughs) at work okay i put an ooo up so that i i'm like in the middle of hiring so i was like please no job interviews tomorrow i have no idea what i'm gonna be like oh my god no so yeah got a little leeway it's very responsible of you this is a short leg as we said we started in cyanwood yeah. We took on Freak. Chuck. Chuck. He's into water sports, yeah. Uh, we both beat him. Talked to his wife. You remember that's his wife outside? The one who gives you fly? Yeah. Is it really? I remember her in gold and silver having something saucy to say that was like, 
you know, my husband and I, we used to travel all over the world, and we don't get to do that anymore because all he does is train and hang out with Pokemon. But maybe you can, and then she gives you the fly. My wife probably feels the same way. We like rushed home from our friend's house tonight, and I was like, "You have to put the baby to bed. I have to program you know, my we team." We could have recorded a, We could have recorded a different night. To... <laughs> no. <laughs> Dive down to the pharmacy, the only pharmacy in all of Johto, as we discussed last week. Yep. To get the medicine for Ampharos, fly or surf your way back to Olivine City, crest the. The Glitter Lighthouse, which luckily now has an elevator, so you can just go, yeah, right up go to the top. straight up to the top. Yeah. Give Jasmine the medicine. She gives it to Ampharos. He wakes up. He's feeling great. He's loosing his light upon the mighty seas. Yeah. And Jasmine says, I'll see you at the gym. Yeah. And that's it. I think you get a call from Bal- Balba. Bauba. Basically, yeah. immediately. We had so much confusion about when Balba. <laughs> This dude, he's so hard to pin down. Uh, well, I was fucking cross-checking, like, Cerebi, yeah. Bulbapedia, like, all of them, to try to pin down how all this Safari Zone stuff gets triggered. Just took me keeping my Game Boy open on my desk all day for us to figure it out. But this one is, you leave Glitter Lighthouse, and you get a call from Baoba yeah. saying, the Safari Zone's finally open. Please come back. Then you have to fly back to Cyanwood, and you go over to the west side of the island and you can finally, it was under construction and then you can enter through this cave, which is right. the like cliff edge gate. Yeah. And there's like a receptionist. And then, and, and can... let's talk about that receptionist for a moment. Oh, okay. Cause she's not a trainer, but she is my trainer danger because she's up to some nonsense. You're flinging those things out. <laughs> Did you talk to her? Yeah, I talked to everybody. She's like, oh, the safari zone is finally open. I'm so excited. It's just around the corner. (laughs) And she kept saying that. She was like, it's really just around the corner. Just like walk up these stairs, take a left, Uh and you're there. Yeah. And she just kept emphasizing that. It was like, okay. And it's like climbing up up, uh, the interior of a mountain, too. I know. (laughs) It's also like- It's not stairs. (laughs) it's, It's like- the longest path to the safari zone I've ever seen. Like you have to go through oh, a bunch of yeah. routes. You have to fight, fight a ton of trainers. Like it takes forever to get to the safari zone. And I get that that's the joke, but it's like, fuck you, lady. Awful customer service. You could kill someone. This place just opened up and you're already misleading guests. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? Is this like a, is this like a saw trap that she you're putting on offer me? You, offer some soda or like water or something? Or the elevation, because it seems like it's high cliffs, you know? Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, you're just a body buried in the snow that like other hikers are walking by, and they see your neon jacket because you died in 1992, <sighs> trying to summit this crest. Right. And they can't move the bodies. It's too high. She probably just rolls them down that rock climb little stone thing that goes right into the water. Oh, that's a good idea. Because this cliff edge gate is technically a catchable area, but we can't go into the area where there is catchable mon and catchable human bodies, corpses, (laughs) (laughs) apparently. So your options are to kind of wander the cliffs a little bit. The path forward is that there's a little cave entrance, and inside the cave is an old man, and there's a ladder on either side of him, one that goes up and one that goes down. And you can... Go down and surf around a little bit, and that's where I caught my Pokemon in this area, seal. I got seal, too. Uh, it must be common. I thought I was like, ooh, seal. 
Me too. I used a rappel because I was trying to like dig up something spicy. And then there's waterfalls, which you clearly, once we have access to waterfall, there's some juicy tender vittles up at the top of those waterfalls, but we can't do that yet. So back to the cave. Yeah. So these caves are called Cliff Cave. Yeah. And it's got a few different entrances and like some of them have items in them and are dead ends. And then some of them like lead to another part. Yes. It's yes, all, yes. But it's all Route 47. Um, and I got attacked by an onyx and I was pretty excited about that. That's actually a little exotic, I think. Yeah. So I caught the onyx and now I have a choice between whether I want to give that metal coat to onyx and make him into a steelix, which would be kind of cool. Oof. Or Scyther and make him into Scizor. We haven't seen a Steelix of our own. I know. That's what that's it's it's interesting. So after I caught my fucking Pokemon, which is a Golbat. Golbat's better than Zubat at least. Yeah, but I could get a Golbat with the Zubat. And it's like I wish I kinda had. So I could have used Dupes Claws on it. Seo uh Sick Sick Whoa. Uh, from, uh, 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 from Train to Busan. Train to Busan, yeah. Which I haven't seen yet. God, you gotta watch that movie. I it's love it. It's bolded on my list and I just still haven't done it. Everyone go watch that shit. It's a zombie movie about a guy. Uh, Seoul, Korea gets run over, uh, overrun by zombies. And, and they have to take the train to Busan? Yeah, yeah. He takes his <laughs> daughter and gets on the train that's headed to Busan, but there's zombies on the train, and they're also trying to outrun zombies. That sounds great. It's really good. They like those uh, train-based movies over in Korea, and it's I appreciate that. train culture, yeah. But what I was going to say is the next Pokemon was an Onyx, and honestly, if I had caught it, Onyxly... If I had caught it, honestly, yeah. yeah, I think I would have figured out how to run a Celix, but yeah, all I got is a Golbat. That's too bad. Although I do fly around on that Golbat now, so so yeah, Cliff Cave. You you pop out and you're at the top of the cliffs, and there are a couple of buds up here, couple of weird buds, and they they hit hard. There's the double team, which I thought Golly. was funny. It's like double team Tom and Kay. This was a nightmare. It's a level 25 Magmar and Electabuzz. And it's just come just out like swinging. Brutal. They're right there as soon as you come out of the cave, so you can't avoid it. Yeah. And I didn't have, I don't even, I had like Krabby and Bayleaf up front. Yeah. And I was like, this is basically the worst option that I could be faced <laughs> with suddenly facing a Magmar and Electabuzz. And I had to do a double swap. I had to just get them out. I definitely had for Alligator up front, which is good against Magmar, obviously. Um, and I think I had Rotom up front too. It was just like useless, but yeah, yeah. I, I took a, I took a whooping here because I don't have a flying Pokemon. My Graveler could only use Rock Blast because I couldn't risk throwing a Magnitude out there because it hits everyone, right? And it would have easily killed the Magmar, but it could have killed whatever I had. You gotta get some Levitate Pokemon, man. Well, I would if I could just have whatever fucking Pokemon I wanted. Because that's the thing I did is I I used Surf. I used for alligator surf in that battle and rotom was floating effortlessly above it so that that's great it worked yeah and then there's <laughs> oh you got him hiker devon <laughs> hiker devon has three dunsparce what are you doing with all those dunsparce Hi hiker devon make those things into some boots <laughs> and get the hell out of here <laughs> You come back and fight him later, and he's got like three Geo dudes and like a beautiful like Dunsparce <laughs> leather like vest, a whole outfit. Because I did squash his, his Dunsparces. This one wasn't actually a problem. Like they were sort of intimidating, but then the levels weren't very high. But then when I looked, <laughs> I was looking up this route again, and I found out that so there's young couple Duff and Ida. 
Yeah. And they've got a level 22 cloister and onyx. And then I was just like oh, scrolling the page. A vagina. Yeah. I saw the trivia. They have trivia on the like the page for Route 47. And the only piece of trivia is young couple Duff and Ida have received a lot of attention in the Pokemon fandom as their Pokemon of choice, onyx and cloister, are together considered to be an innuendo. Yeah. That's a dick and a, a, penis and a, and a vagina. vagina. Yeah. So good job, Pokemon. You fucking filthy dog. <laughs> this is what I've been saying since season one. Yeah, it's all so right. You guys there. are perverts, and you you've infused a lot of sexual energy into these games, and it's not us. We're just reporting on what we see, and we didn't. Put and it we there. love the games, and we're here to celebrate the games, every aspect of the games, including the sexual energy. So right, of which there's quite a bit. That's something we latched onto, certainly. Yeah, but you know, you did this. You did this, knob. <laughs> well, I don't think you put the Pokemon in there. Wow. Well. He might have made them a young couple, though. And then it's Route 48. Like, it's an impossibly long journey from the entrance to Safari Zone. Yeah, it's two routes. Safari Zone. <laughs> she says it's right around the corner, and it's two routes. Route 48 is, is fairly brief. There's just a big patch of grass here where you can um, hunt some on. I basically lived here. I did it. I'll say. A ton of leveling here. Because it's just, it's a really short jaunt north to get to the Poke Center outside of the um safari zone gate so yeah it's a good place to level was i happy with what i caught no who'd you catch tauros now you've got a tauros i named it Vern, which is a pet of yours oh, a dog my old dog yeah it seemed kind of like a Vern. yeah he was like a big boy he was a big boy yeah he was a big boy yeah Vern was r.i.p Vern. he's passed he passed some years ago we lives on in this tauros yeah but you know the tauros is probably never gonna leave the box again likewise with mine hopefully not i really have to be in a fucking dire situation they suck i they seem like they would be cool but they're not good pokemon yeah i caught a full picks oh so jealous this place was teeming it was again like i ran into a fucking growlith like right after that vulpix is part of the team her name is save a fox straightforward www.saveafox.org the purpose of this website is not for any kind of profit. It is to educate people on the suffering of an animal that is perpetuated by the fur trade. Join with me in helping save this beautiful animal. I do not breed my foxes. I only rescue them and take care of any health issues, spay or neuter, and find them good homes. So that's saveafox.org. And the me there was not me. It's whoever runs that website. Okay. The timing... Of catching a Vulpix could not have been more perfect for me this week. Yeah. Heading into a steel gym. God, yeah. So I spent a ton of time in Route 48 just leveling this Vulpix. You saved that fox. Yep. But there's other fish to fry in, in this patch of grass in Route 48, Josh. Uh-huh. And while I was leveling, while I was grinding, one of them attacked me several times, and it is my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. I know who it is. You know him. You love him. It's <laughs> Gloom. <laughs> Disgusting, gloopy, awful little mouth. It's the gloopiest mouth we've seen. It's so, so far gross. because it's they're so animated gross. in Heart Gold Soul Silver, yeah. and when it comes out, it leans forward a little bit, and then it's fucking gloopy drool dribbles down even it like farther it like bounces yeah it's so gross and then back up it's so gross i'm looking at it now again on bulbapedia it like it's like the kid you used to hang out with in elementary school who would hawk really big <laughs> loogies that were so big that he could like spit them out yeah and make them touch the ground and suck them back in i hated that <laughs> 
I hated that too, and that's gloom. Absolutely. And you see why I hate gloom now? I've never disputed that gloom was bad. Every time I say gloom sucks and he's you make me barf, like someone obviously ends up in my mentions and they're like, uh, actually gloom is good. And it's like, no, gloom sucks. Yeah, gloom the only is the reason worst. you would think that is that you've smelled You're too dirty. much of its disgusting stench yeah. and it's like got you under its spell, like in Pokemon Gale of Darkness. Yeah, so that's why you make me barf Pokemon of the week. I hated fighting them too. They do know all the most annoying moves. They have stun spore, they got sleep powder, yeah. and they could do basically no damage. It had like Mega Drain, I think. So it was never really damaging you, Yeah, but it would just do something awful that you would have to either use money on like, you know, your antidotes or your awakenings or your paralyzed heals. Yeah. Poison powder is the other one. Or you just have to tough it out. And, like, your Pokemon is wrecked for the rest of its battles until it, like, you know, you need to naturally go heal it. I don't have a lot of money because I have yet to turn off mom money. I have an announcement. Yeah. I called up my mom this week. Mommy. I told her to start saving my money. You know what, Josh? I read some pretty compelling literature from the bug catchers. Me too. (laughs) And that's why I decided to never turn it off. You know that I did it in the last game and I made it all the way to that Snorlax doll, which is the end game. Dripping with some pretty interesting berries that I think are going to come into play in our battle a little bit later. Compelling point is the berries and that in general, which will come into play when we get to our level check. Yeah. There's a dearth of certain kinds of items and... Your mom can buy certain stones and like random things. Yeah. I'm in desperate need of a firestone. Anyway, this patch of grass is great. There's Firos in there. There's uh, the Tauroses are worth like 600 e- EXP. Yeah. And then we head north and we're finally here at the Safari Zone gate. Yeah. And there's a little bazaar out here. <laughs> and it's bizarre. The, pe- <laughs> the people in the bazaar are bizarre. Yeah. They sell some weird ass shit, but also some useful ass <laughs> shit. Yeah, one of them has net balls and like quick balls and I think another type, which is useful. And I bought I bought some of that. Yeah. What was that other guy selling? Well, there's an old man who sells I would Pokemon love to hear what he's selling, juice. Josh. After this break. Ah. Welcome back, Bug Catchers. Welcome back. Josh, you were going to tell me about some of these freaks who have set up camp. Little they're little like <laughs> shanty town outside of the safari zone gate yeah there's an old man who offers pokemon juice mm-hmm. but then it you click through and it turns out it's just carbose protein etc well do we know anything about those things do they come are they pokemon derived i guess i had always thought of them as capsules though like they're pills they're referred to as vitamins right they're vitamins i thought yeah i think this guy's going organic i think he's like pressing cherubies oh my god right in like a big old-fashioned like greek wooden press oh right it's organic letting the oil and the juices from the cherubies like drip into his bottles and then he's selling that as like first press you know like wow this is the good shit you buy that stuff at whole foods you know it's all organic the other companies they'll synthesize it or whatever but right he's doing it old school he's using that original butterfree wing dust yeah exactly diglet turds mm-hmm. but it's all crushed down like you can't tell it's delicious do diglets turd when they have to never seen a butt earthworms poop don't they well i don't know you're saying diglet is an earthworm is it not closest to an earthworm i'm uh, mole yeah but we don't know what the rest of its body looks like and i still assume it's basically like a worm body i can't rem- quite remember what happened in mystery dungeon did we did we see its feet oh you're right 
The Magnemite, I think, confirms in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon that it has feet. Yeah. But it could have a big worm body and then it's got some feet back there. That's horrifying. Moles are kind of like that. I don't know what moles are like. We have mole holes all over our backyard. They've just got a big, long body, and then they have a couple of feet back. Diglett appears to be based on artificial mole used, and this is Joshi's Facty. Joshi's Fun Facty. Diglets appear to be based on the artificial mole used in the Whack-A-Mole arcade games. Wow. Okay. This is referenced by its full health phrase in Mystery Dungeon. But we don't know what their bodies look like either. That's true. <laughs> that is true. There's an animated screenshot here from Mystery Dungeon. Right. Diglett says, my feet feel like they're still walking on air. And Pikachu says, feet? And Magnemite says, he has them? Feet? What are you looking up? What are you working on? Oh, I'm just investigating the feet thing. But, you know, that's for another day, another that's night. That's for later tonight. Yeah. After Bobby's gone to bed. Exactly. Why were we talking about Diglett? <laughs> anyway, so this Diglett guy sells time. Pokemon juice. There's like a young man who just sings to you and he goes, Safari, Safari. <laughs> it is so much fun. Safari, Safari. So interesting, huh? It's like the berries and cream guy. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going for. And then he doesn't. That's it. Yeah. He just like performs for you and he's like, what? How do you like my jingle? Yep. And then you go above him, and then there is a woman with a big Pokemon sprite next to her that turns out to be a Kangaskhan. Mm-hmm. You talk to the Kangaskhan, nothing. It doesn't even make its qua qua, right. which I think is its sound, or like gua. Well, I think it says Kangaskhan. You ever seen Pokemon? That's what they do. They don't all do that. Okay. And from what I recall, interacting with Kangaskhans before, I think that they, they have call like you a like qua. They call you honey and sug and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but then if you talk to the woman next to the Kegascon, it's a bunch of ellipses, and then it just says in parentheses, I am not a talker. <laughs> I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Which I guess is like our interpretation of the ellipses. Like, I don't know how to read those parentheses, you know? What is going on <laughs> in this bazaar? <laughs> I don't know. Just like travelers, you know? Yeah. Maybe they're circus people. Well, I, I did I did try to catch a Pokemon here that I should talk about. Oh, I did catch a Pokemon here. Because you can only headbutt. Via headbutting, yes. Yep. Do you want me to go first? I'll just bang mine out. I got Ladybug. Cool. I'll literally never use it. Yeah. Boxed and forgotten. On to Josh. I was hoping maybe this was an area that had Heracrosses, so I did it. I got a Spinarak. I got like three Hoot Hoots, uh-huh. and then a Pineco. And I was like, okay. I don't have that. I'll take you it. You know, the point is you have to catch the first one. Oh, you already have Hoothoots. And I have caught the Spinarax and yep. the Hoothoot yep. died. I th- should have just taken the fucking Hoothoot because this Pineco and I had brought Kanye West the Butterfree out because I knew they were around the, I, they'd be around the same level and I could sleep powder and catch it easily and uh, use sleep powder. Yep. Perfect. Pineco wakes up the next turn and then it used self-destruct. Pineco knows self-destruct? Yeah, and it was level fucking 21 or something and my Butterfree is level 19. Oh no. One hit KO and it's kill count. <laughs> Josh, Kanye's been with you from the fucking get-go. Yeah. Bugcatchers have all been like, keep Kanye, keep Kanye, keep Kanye. Yeah, well... I've been I've been bringing Kanye out. I know. For encores to help me catch Pokemon. Jesus. And this is like when Con- when real Kanye tried to start his own church in Wyoming. 
There we go. Yeah, I was trying to think of what's, what's the fucking joke here. Just self-destructed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, R.I.P. Rest in yeah. Petals, Kanye West, Butterfree, Level 19. Rest in Petals, Kanye West. And then it's, I guess, on to... The Safari on Zone. On the Safari Zone. The entrance building to Safari Zone is a little bit bigger now. There's a few desks where you can get go do things. And sitting... At the grand table in the grand hall at the entrance of Safari Zone is Game Warden Bao Bao. Bao Bao. <laughs> Bao Bao. Bobo? It's sort of a confusing turn of events. He doesn't want to run the Safari Zone. He wants you to run it. It's like a Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory situation. Even though it just opened. He didn't really give it a try. Yeah. And based, But based on the talent that the Safari Zone gate is attracting... Maybe he's like, oh, this is not the clientele that I want. Yeah. It's a very sophisticated setup that he's made. Yeah. It must have cost literally billions of poker credits. A fucking fortune. Absolutely. Yeah. So he, he says, welcome to Safari Zone. I have the, the six areas of the Safari Zone set up for you. All I ask is that you go in, catch a Geodude. Oh, you're going to just start calling it Geodude now? Well, G-E-O. Geo. Please catch me a Geo dude. He said Geo dude. Oh sure. Yeah, he's from that's he's from somewhere else. The upper class. Yeah, yeah. that's how they say it. Uh, you there, boy. Catch me a Geo dude, and I'll <laughs> give you this park. Yeah. So you do. You walk in. You you pay your five hundred poker credits. You get your thirty safari balls. You walk in. There's six zones set up. You kind of walk into the bottom center zone. The bottom center zone at this point is the peak biome setting right which i will explain more in a moment Ugh. the first pokemon that attacked me was geodude and then it fled i wandered around for a little bit and i i think i i went into like the wetlands i think i didn't track this and y you did yeah like where i caught each one but i caught a meryl first okay I guess good. we should say, for the, in terms of the Nuzlocke rules, what we did is that, like, with the Geo, the Geodude and the other Pokemon, a Sandshrew that you eventually have to catch, is yep. that, like, you can just catch those. You can't use them. You have to catch it to progress the story, so it yeah. doesn't count. Like, as, as always, like, story Pokemon don't count. So, uh -huh. my first Geodude ran, and I ended up catching a different Pokemon here. Right, because that's not your, in that case, first encounter. But I eventually did catch the Geodude. I brought it out to Baoba, and he does this incredibly annoying thing where he's like, thank you. I will call you when I'm ready for you to take on the next challenge. Yeah. And this is where Josh got hung up. <laughs> well, you did too. I did too, but like, you I were got hung really up in a, a lot of different places. You with were really Safari upset zone. about it. <laughs> so then it's unclear like what happens you check it with him he's like i'm not ready yet yeah so you just have to wait and then josh told me it was going to be like 24 hours well i read on one of these sites that it was like a quote-unquote a day which i presume is 24 hours but you found one that said it was three hours i think or like yeah it's specifically in game time I don't know what it is, but the other day I just left my Game Boy sitting open and plugged in on my desk at work, in my <laughs> office at home. And I was super busy, but like, you know, if I had like 10 minutes, I would go in and just like fuck around, like do a little leveling on uh, Route 48 or whatever. Yeah. And eventually, like literally hours later of the Game Boy just sitting open on my desk, Bow Bow <laughs> called me again and was like, all right, time for challenge two. Like... I leveled all my Pokemon. I beat Jasmine, which we'll yeah, get back to. Yeah, we had to. to make an exception here. Yeah, <laughs> at Olivine City Gym, 
I went like hunting for legendary dogs at one point. I did everything I could to just kill time for Bao Bao to finally get back to me. And he did. He was like, hey, we're ready. You go back to Safari Zone. It's got this wild new setup now where you use a computer to rearrange the six tiles that make up the Safari Zone. And there are 10 biomes that you can swap in and out. Yeah. To make a new setup for you. It's always six areas, but like there's a forest tile, a desert tile, a savanna tile, a wetlands tile, a peak tile, a swamp tile, a meadow tile, rocky beach tile, plains tile, and a swamp tile. No, I said swamp twice. That's how confusing it is, is I literally wrote them all down. The, the wetlands. No, you said that. Uh, I don't know. There's fucking another one. Marshlands. Marshlands. Really? Yes. They got swamp, wetlands, and marshlands? Yeah. That's pretty nuanced. And I'm, I might be confused about who I caught where now, based on just my confusion <laughs> about the Safari Zone in general, but you get yeah. access to this, this machine where you can confusing. swap in the tiles that you want. I don't know how that works, by the way. Here's the the shocking part about oh. the new Safari Zone is that when There's you plenty to be shocked about when you rearrange the tile set in the computer when you leave the computer the screen rumbles as though entire fucking football field sized biomes are shifting around and it's like and where is what this? is happening here who how much could this cost like what happens to the tiles that aren't active like where do those go and, and all the, the Pokemon, Pokemon that are on, on them? them yeah it's so confusing. And then Josh couldn't even figure out that there was a second screen of biomes. <laughs> yeah, because we went into this, like, you can see anyone who's playing along with us. I put six areas on the catchable areas list for Safari Zone. There's anywhere from 10 to 12. <laughs> it's so And apparently there's a second page that has other ones because he, after the Geodude, he tells you that he wants a sand shrew. And the sand shrew could only be in the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I have two savannas. And I got a plains and a and a fucking wetlands and a and a peak and I don't see any desert. And then Tanner's like, "There's a second page." <laughs> and that was like an hour. And then I did that, and so I did catch the sand shrew earlier today. But I, uh, you know, I, I looked at all these documents, the literature about the safari zone, and the, uh, what happens after sand shrew? You present him the sand shrew, and then at some point. He'll call you back and he'll start like giving you like doodads that you can place Animal Crossing yeah. style in the Safari Zone areas. Joshua, and it will like I know attract Joshua, more Pokemon. Joshua, different I know Pokemon. You're, Joshua, I know you're confused about all this and I want to head you off at the pass. You need the National Pokedex to make that work. So you do not have to worry about that right now. Oh. It's not even till after that. Yeah. Once you get the National Pokedex, he'll call you and do that. Oh, well, I'm just going to go and catch the other shit, I guess. So anyway, there's 10 zones, 10 biomes, and you can rearrange them at will. Obviously, we've already visited the peak where we had to catch Geodude, and we visited the desert where we had to catch Sand Shrew. But once those two fetch missions are done, you can go back and, and do whatever you want. So we had an, a gentleman's agreement that we would let all 10 areas be separate catchable areas for the sake of the Nuzlocke run. The logic being that Safari Zone is a lot more difficult. Like, more often than not, your Pokemon are going to flee and you're not going to catch them. So, yeah. all 10 biomes were, were on the table, but if our Pokemon fled, then we're just out for that biome. Yeah. Do you just want me to run down my list? I think so. I mean... All right. 
I went into the forest. I caught a ghastly. Pretty good. Became a, a key member of the team. I'll introduce it later during level check. Yeah. In the desert, I caught a sand slash, which I was pretty excited about. Yeah. In the savannah, I caught a zubat, Boo. and that's the one who had teach fly. Wetlands, I caught a psyduck. I don't know. Psyduck's cool, but I'm probably never going to use it. Sure. Peak, a magnemite fled from me, so I didn't catch anything in the peak. I think marshlands, but I'm a little confused now. I caught a <laughs> centret. Never going to use it. Meadow, I caught a Jigglypuff, which is pretty fun. Don't know. Maybe we'll fuck around with Jigglypuff. Sure. Rocky Beach, I went fishing and caught a Magikarp and it fled. A Magikarp fled. Yeah. But so here's a here's a clarification question. Is I already have a Magikarp. But it's Magikarp is the first Pokemon I encountered in Rocky Beach. I mean, I was using Doof's Claws. Oh, I wasn't using it because I was like, oh, we just get our one. No. So does that mean I have to give up my Zubat? Because it's the only one who knows fly. I think you would get to keep the Zubat, but you could go back to the Savannah and you could get one different Pokemon. Okay. Because you had a Zubat already. Yeah, it died. I mean, that's what I would do. Okay. Rocky Beach, I I, I encountered a Magikarp and it fled. So I'm going to have to go back to Rocky Beach and see what else I can catch. Plains, I encountered a Stantler and it fled. So I'm going to have to go back to the Plains and see what I can catch there. And in the swamp, I went fishing and I caught Goldeen. Okay. So I'm, I'm one, two, three, four... Five, six, seven for ten on Safari Zone catches. All right, yeah. So I was doing the dupes clause, so mine are all new, and I also did not go to three of the biomes because of my <laughs> strategy ineptitude. That I know it's a strategy. It's like I have like a backup resource now. Yeah, I could wait until the national decks, but I could also just at some point be like, shit's dire. Yeah. I'm going to go into that safari zone and clear out the other zones. It's a reserve. Yeah, exactly. And that's what a safari should be. You know, I'm doing the same thing. I'm just doing it now rather than later. Yeah, but I think the national decks thing might work out. I'm pretty sure it triggers after okay. the Elite Four and not the 16th gym. Okay. And if it's after the Elite Four, then that could be useful. Okay. And then I could get some interesting mon. Okay. I also didn't write down the environments because it was like the seven that i went to yeah so it's meryl yep a baby from baby driver yeah hell of a movie lyra called me at one point and she was like i hey i saw a meryl and i got a little whiff of its smell and it smelled like a dusty mop i was like (laughs) what this is a weird phone call and also really not what I would have thought. Why would it smell like a dusty mop? Anyway, it's kind of, yeah. Th- I got a call this week where the, the person picked up and they're like, hey, it's me. Oh, sorry, wrong number like, and ooh. hung up. And I was like, what oh, the fuck? Oh, that's Tiffany. Yeah, she's always trying to call Taylor and it's like the wrong number. Don't waste my time with I that shit, Pokemon people. Company. Finally, right before this, I think like Bethany in the National Park called me and she was like, hey, my husband found a bunch of nuggets. Do you want one? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. So I think I'm finally getting paid off. Apparently one of these kids will give you a Firestone, which I need to evolve my Vulpix. I think Gina. And it's the only way to get a Firestone before Kanto. Yeah. Um, I got a Polywag. I did some fishing, Ooh. I, I think, in the Please the tell me you're going to keep that little sweetie. Well, so my question is. Name? Name? CJ Craig. Hell yeah, West Wing. Allison Jenny in uh, yeah. West Wing. Hell yeah, absolutely. Now you gotta keep it. That's a good name. Well, right. So my question is like, could I trade a Waterstone over from Platinum? This is something I'm struggling with too because I have a Haunter on my team now. Yeah. The Ghastly that I caught in the forest is now a Haunter and I need to trade it to evolve it. What if, while he was over in Platinum, 
I gave him a Firestone. Well, right. Okay, so this is the same question. And when he when he came back to Soul Silver, he had a Firestone. Is that allowed? This is the same question. <laughs> There's no no holds barred in Platinum, right? Well, like, we're deciding this. If my Haunter goes on a little bit of a journey while he's in Platinum <laughs> and finds a Firestone and holds it, I can't help that, you know? Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I think we decide this. It's our show. It's our rules. I mean, here's the thing. is like, how will history judge us? It's arbitrary, right? Like, oh, okay. I'm already, like, self-trading to evolve right. Haunter into Gengar. This is already pretty fucking arbitrary. So, I may as well just give myself a Firestone and make my Vulpix a Ninetales, right? That's where my head's at. Okay, let's just do it. That solves my question. But let's say there's like evolution items only, right? You can't bring like super powered held items over from previous gens. No, no, no. Or nuggets. You know, it has to be things that can be used for evolution. No inherited wealth. Yeah. (laughs) No. All right, agreed. We had to make it on our own other than just a couple of nudges in the right direction in terms of the evolutionary lines. Because otherwise I have to wait until like late in Kanto to get a Firestone. All right, so Poliwag, well, CJ Craig is probably going to make it into the team. Uh, that will come up momentarily, why that would happen. Uh, Rhyhorn, mm-hmm. what I got, Rocky, cool. which is a dog, I think, of yours. It was my mom's dog, yep. Rhyhorn, maybe. Kind of cool. We can get Rhyperior these days, so. Don't even know what that is. It's like the new evolution of Rhydon. Hmm. Rhyperior. Oh, Rhyperior is choice i think it's cool because my thing with rhydon and ryorn is like they're the exact same pokemon except one standing up right yeah but finally they put some fucking effort into it rhyperior is an option i think that would be kind of interesting to do that but i don't need a rock or a ground type at the moment mm-hmm. mr mime yeah our friend jim bab <laughs> in yeah. our dungeons and dragons games jim always plays something very strange yeah he's a very sexually active fish man well no 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 in the previous gen no i'm combining in the previous game he was a very sexually active gnome who only had <laughs> sex right. with it's plants fruits and vegetables that's right yeah. yeah uh now he plays like a turtle man just like a dumb dumb like fish man yeah so mr mime felt okay yeah and then magmar that was good yeah that's rare i don't have any fire pokemon it was going to provoke the same question you need a uh, Magmarizer, I think, to make it evolve into a Magmortar, but we've solved that with the stone question, I believe. Okay. Because I do have that in Platinum. Magnemizer. Magmarizer. Okay. It's a held item again to trigger evolution specifically. Okay. Kaladin. Ah, Kaladin Stormblast. Kaladin. Okay. Kaladin. From the... Uh... Stormlight Archives, I think? Stormlight I haven't archives. read. That's on my list because of you, but I have not done it yet. Great books. Very, very thick fantasy books. Thousands of pages. Each? Yeah, and there's four of them so far. Okay. Well, I've been, I'm almost cleared Dune, the first three of them. Those are very short. Uh, 800, 400, 600? If you think those are long, maybe you're not ready for Stormlight Archive. Well, I also did Gormenghast, and that was a cool 1100, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Last year. That's more in line with what old Brando said. I can do it. I can do it. It's just usually like Robert Moses and Winston Churchill and FDR (laughs) biographies. (laughs) Those are a thousand pages. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Giraffarig, which ran away, and Cubone, which ran away, unfortunately. That's a shame. Giraffarig's kind of cool. Although I don't know if I like his updated 
bright in this game. It's just not, it's sort of like it's plain, you know, like toned him down. He doesn't jump out at me. Yeah, but I would I wouldn't have complained about it. Kubone's kind of cool. Yeah, I think I will be more interested in Kubone when it turns into that ghost type. What is that? Alola? Yeah, Alolan Marowak is fire slash ghost type. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, agreed. I mean, that's what it should have been the whole time. So yeah, and then that's Safari Zone. Like, well, obviously, we both have to go back and rearrange some tile sets a little bit, and maybe Josh is going to wait until he's got the national decks, which we'll see. is insane to me, but whatever. <laughs> the only other thing that I actually did while I was waiting well, for- Well, I'm going to do it out of spite now. <laughs> while I was waiting for Baboa to get back to me, I ran over to Olivine City Gym and took on Yasmin. Yeah. Or Olive, as I think of her. Yeah. It's the steel type gym. As we said earlier, like we already took on all her cronies in Glitter Lighthouse last episode. So there's not even any trainers in the gym. You just like the the gym tries to trick you. Yeah. Like you you walk up and they'll do the little exclamation point and walk towards you and you think you're gonna get into a battle and they're just like, Hey, you schooled me back at Glitter Lighthouse. Good luck with all with Jasmine. They encourage you. It's like, okay. Uh, and then you just walk up to Jasmine and start fighting her. And she's got three Pokemon, mm-hmm. two Magnemites, who I think are both level 30? 30? Yeah. Or maybe 31. Let's pull and then her she's up. got a Steelix, who's level 35. So I did a bunch of training mm-hmm. with my Graveler specifically, because I was like, pretty much my only shot at this is to get that thing in shape. Mm-hmm. So I knew Graveler learned Earthquake at level 33. So it's like, it has to make it to 33 at least. Yep. And then I could just earthquake these Magnemites for sure. Yeah. Steelix was more questionable because it has Iron Tail. And if it used Iron Tail against my Golem, that's almost certainly a one-hit KO. Yeah. So I had to have a contingency plan, and I had two contingency plans. I power-leveled Bayleaf up into a level 35 Meganium as well. Oh, welcome. Welcome, Meganium. And it gets Petal Dance at level 32 when it levels up. So I can do literal rest and pedals. Are we humans? Oh, are we? Or are we pedal, pedal dancers? Yeah. Yeah. And then I had my crabby kid cuddy. So <laughs> who's who could do a couple of surfs, hopefully. The amount of people who swarmed our menchies to defend Krabby and Kingler. Get get fucked. Are you kidding me? This mon sucks, although I will say this. Kid Cuddy Krabby gave his life so the rest of my oh, team Jesus. could live. Here I am speaking ill of the dead. <laughs> Kill count is four for me because that was my second one here. <sighs> Krabby, I went into this thinking, you know, I don't have time to level this thing. I don't really care. Honestly, it sucked the whole time. And fuck all of you who say that it's good. Yeah, fuck off. It didn't make it to a Kingler and maybe things would have turned around then. I doubt it. But instead, what I chose to do is I flung the Krabby out against the Steelix. He got in a surf. He got the Steelix down to like, you know, a little over halfway or just under halfway. And then the Steelix Citrus Berry triggered. So then it goes back into green. God, these fucking Citrus Berries. Then the Steelix just fucking, just fucking wails on it with like an, I think it was just an Iron Tail. Dead. Yeah. (laughs) Krabby's dead. Uh, and then I flung out Meganium, though. And then Meganium is faster, and then Meganium throws out a pedal dance, and then it's rest and pedals, baby. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry about your crabby. Not a huge loss, I'll admit. I was over it. Yeah. I was over it. 
I feel worse about Kanye. I wanted Butterfree to live. That was useful. Kid Cudi. So why are you why are you killing off all the rappers I enjoy? What's your agenda? I'm not there? trying Kanye. I I like Kid Cudi. I don't I don't really care for Kanye West these days. But yeah, not anymore. <laughs> One time I was walking home near Union Square and was about to get on the subway and I hear this big commotion and Kid Cudi had an album coming out. This was maybe ten years ago. He had an album coming out and he rented a bus and put a stage on top of the bus and was just driving around New York City performing the album. Hell yeah. And projecting like music videos onto the sides of buildings. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. That's sick. I was like, oh yeah, this is why I live in New York. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Well, R.I.P. Kid Cudi. R.I.P. The Krabby. Yep. And long live actual Kid Cudi. I was... Fortunate enough to catch a Vulpix before this gym. Yeah. I spent hours leveling it, and I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. I got it to level 35. And I was like, I'm good. I'm just going to go hit the gym. Does it still only have Ember, though? Oh, it's got some hoss moves. Flame Wheel, maybe? Okay. It's got Flame Wheel, Flamethrower, Will-O-Wisp. It's got Flamethrower already? Yeah, I think I caught it oh, with Flamethrower. Oh, I'm so jealous, and I love Will-O-Wisp. Um, so I was like, okay, good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I can just go take on the gym. Beat the Magnemites. Zero issues. One hit kill. Easily. Steelix comes out. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> good luck, Steelix. Steelix throws a rock at me <laughs> with rock throw. <laughs> yeah. And I think Vulpix maybe had 10 hit points left. I think you sent me... Uh, no, it's the other... It's the that next Pokemon. You were, in, you were in trouble on both. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh... I definitely don't want to lose this Vulpix. I cannot risk like him critting. I just have to take Vulpix out of this fight, you know? Yeah. So I was like, who else I got? And for some reason, even though I had a fucking Feraligator with a million hit points and Surf, I was like, mm, I'm going to put Rotom in. Wh- wh- what? What? <laughs> Obviously, Feraligator. I, I mean, honestly, I think it's it may- should have uh, only been Feraligator for Steelix. <laughs> I think it's a uh, matchup mayhem because I was like, oh, he's electric. He'll zap the steel. And then, of course, he fucking, That's not like, how that works. Whales Lightning rods him. absorb electric. Well, he's got a lot of ghost moves, too, which are not super effective. A ghost attacking steel? But for some reason, I kept him in, <laughs> okay. and we just kept, we kept going back and forth, and it ended up with my Rotom having three hit points. <laughs> yeah, you, that's the one you sent that's me what I sent a you. photo of. And that's when I beat Steelix and beat the Olivine City Gym. Jesus. So very close. I almost lost two Pokemon in the Olivine City Gym, but actual good Pokemon. I managed to to kind of pull out at the last second. So I have, I'm at zero losses, wow. three total for kill count this week. Congrats! So the, I pulled ahead this week with no losses for a couple of weeks, and now I'm at four. Yeah. And if and if you know if you want to see our fun graphics that we make for kill count, we've got a fun new format. Yeah. Go, go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at exbsharepod. Yes. All that's left, Josh, is to go and do the damn thing. We flipped a uh, Great British Pound Sterling, came up heads. There was old Queen Vic giving us the mean eye. So we're going to battle. I think it's Elizabeth on that one. but Is it? Yeah. Well, we, we got to tell them what we got to tell the bug catchers yes. what we're going in there with. Josh, let's get in a level check. You want to check those levels? Well, you're in an unfortunate position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where your indecision has crippled you. Well, and my sixth Pokemon died last night. So you only have five. 
And I wouldn't call it indecision as respect for my creative partner. And I wanted to run by the stone question. Yeah. And I'm not going to invest time in some Pokemon that I'm just going to fucking discard. Why would you? Although I guess I kind of discarded that Krabby. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll start. I have five Pokemon. Rosencrantz. It's Meganium. Yep. Level 35. Cute. Fred Van Vliet is now not only an Ampharos, level 32. Uh-huh. But I have a Joshi's Sweeties correction Okay. on the Ampharos. Okay. I'm thinking this thing's a Sweetie now. Okay. I don't Click through. I disagree, but I respect your opinion. Click through. I disagree, but I respect your opinion. We've discussed, obviously, Mega Ampharos is a Sweetie. Yeah, it's and godlike. Mega Ampharos is like where the whole line is naturally should have led but the sprite in heart gold soul silver has a little smirk and it opens up its mouth and it like does a scream shakes and it's saucy yeah and i think it's i actually think it is kind of sweet i guess it's better than it has been yeah now look at look at where it's come from i'm into it fire red leaf green was a disaster I don't think he's as bad as he was. I, I'm into it. I think I it's grown where, into itself. I see where you're coming And I from. do assert that it should always be a dragon electric, but I like it. What's confusing to me is like, it's so clearly a sheep until this stage. And it's like, what is it now? It's like just a like a fully shorn sheep. I guess. That's it's more like also a kangaroo. Also a kangaroo slash lighthouse. <laughs> it says in the origin that it's literally like a lighthouse. Okay. But I don't think animals can really like be a lighthouse here let's go to the trivia comparison is a little confusing an early design for ampharos depicts it without a long neck or red orbs i like the version that does not have the red orbs. ampharos resembles a sheared sheep no it doesn't it does not look like a sheared sheep at all yeah it's like making this abstract argument that this is naturally where it would go when it has no wool left oh this is cute it as well as its pre-evolution forms May have been based on the title of the sci-fi novel, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? That I'm into, because I am good. a Philip K. Dick fan. Yeah. That, I like that. That I like, and I think that is also bonus points. Yeah. Redemption for Ampharos. I agree. I think he's he's kind of cool. Fred Van Vliet, is he uh, still suspended, or is he back on the court? He's back. Hell yeah. The, the Raptors are awful this season. They're probably not going to make the playoffs. Ouch. Well, this Ampharos is, I hope. Yeah. Jeff Johns is now a golem. Level thirty-five. Mm-hmm. You had to you had to self trade for that, huh? Yeah. Okay. Can I ask a question? What did you also do, Tolkien? No, I already had the Alakazam. Oh, okay. I had a Kadabra sitting around. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> Cliff Martinez was sitting around um, that I traded over from <laughs> your old game from fucking Fire Red Leaf Green over to Platinum during the Pal Park experiment, and then I traded it over. Because I already had a Kadabra, so it wasn't like cheating on the Pokedex. Traded it over to uh, Heartgold, and then it evolved. So now Platinum has an Alakazam, and it's Cliff Martinez from Fire Red Leaf Green. I'm glad RHCP is back in our fucking lives. Yeah, the timelines are getting very elaborate. Mm -hmm. And then we've got, uh, so Tolkien, Alakazam, 35. Wickrackrum! Snover, level 33, so dire training this thing, such a nightmare. <laughs> Still surprised that you went with this. Almost dies constantly. There's multiple times basically every week where it gets like sub 10. So you have a box full of Pokemon, right? Yeah. Some of which are probably pretty high level from Route 48 or 
Safari Zone. Yeah. And what you decided to do instead was just field five Pokemon. We only found out we were battling at like 6 p.m. tonight. I'm always ready. I'm always ready to battle. I could have just thrown one of these fuckers in here, but none of them are even in the close to 30. So they're going to get killed anyway. I didn't touch Scyther this week, and I went and leveled him for the battle. I think it's a little bit more interesting if I take you on with five, and then maybe I pull it off anyway. Fine. Fine. We'll see. Okay. All right. I've got Save a Fox, Vulpix. I already described the Save a Fox charity to you guys. Uh-huh. Everglade Fund, my Feral... Oh, sorry. Vulpix is level 37. <laughs> Everglade Fund, Feraligator, level 36. One Million Lights, Rotom, level 33. Sure. Uh, Spirit Golf, newcomer to the team. Spirit Golf. Haunter, level 32. TheSpiritGolf.com. The Spirit Golf Association consists of kindred spirits who share the mission of promoting amateur golf for philanthropic purposes. So, it's a golf tournament. Okay. Or they donate all the proceeds to charity. Okay. Okay. And when I had him, he was a ghastly who looks like a golf ball. And obviously, he's a spirit. So, okay. here's what I search for. Spirit charities. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it could be something with, you know, the recently deceased or like... People who don't have enough money to pay for a funeral or Three Rivers, like that. Scyther, okay. level golfers. 33, and Asp, Arbok, level 35. If I had had a sixth Pokemon, we would have been basically on par. That's funny. Golf. <laughs> That's our level check. We did flip the head, so we are going to head into the battle now. We will do our, our traditional best two out of three, and we will check in with you after this first battle to let you know how it goes. So we'll see you in just a second for you and several minutes for us. All right. Goodbye. Smell you soon. That's a nice thing to say. Smell you soon. Ooh, Josh. I did it. Humiliating loss for me. You had five Pokemon and you still whooped me. One time at least. You had some very fortunate moves in there. Yeah. I opened with Alakazam and you opened with Haunter, and you thought you could best me, but I just side-beamed one hit. I thought I could maybe get you on speed. All of your Pokemon are faster than mine, which feels like Mayor Chief. Well, other than... Literally every single one. Golem and Ampharos isn't, but Ampharos has Quick Claw, and the Quick Claw did work. Yeah. I thought maybe I could get with the Hypnosis, but you killed Haunter in one hit. You paralyzed Arbok, and he missed three times Yeah, Ampharos just did a Thunder Wave on him, and then it was just like... I just wailed on him, and he died. Your Snover did a blizzard, well, which, like, or hail. It was just snow warning, but... Us. <laughs> yeah, I threw him out around, like, when I had, like, three Pokemon left, and I was like, whatever, let's just see if he can, like, get anything off. And then um, you used, like, a Fury Cutter from Scyther, yeah. and I thought... And it only did, like, 10%. I was like, oh, great, maybe this thing could weather it. And then I forgot you have U-Turn, and then you used U-Turn yeah. and just killed it immediately. Yep. And it got no moves out. So... It was a good battle, but you still have two Mon left, and I'm out, so we're going to have to battle again to see if I can redeem myself here. Yeah, and I would also say your Scyther play was excellent. Yeah, Scyther's Scyther's Like, fun. you were just swapping Scyther in every time I thought I could get a hit off with Meganium, right. and uh, it was basically ineffective, but I did win. I did win. Well, and, and for Alligator has Ice Fang, which you forgot about, so you thought like Meganium was a shoe-in against Feraligator. Right, I forgot about the Ice Fang again. Ice Fang kind of wailed you, but although your synthesis on that Meganium is pretty annoying. Yeah, synthesis saved my ass a couple of times. Let's get back into it. Let's do another battle. Let's see what happens. Bye-bye. 
All right, Josh's mayor cheat. Oh my god, he's somehow like gotten in touch with the people at Pokemon Showdown, or like hacked the system, or something. Uh huh. Because there's no other way to explain how he has defeated me so handily two times. I got in a the row. superior type matchups, and a second of all, yeah, you're in this game. I had a round where my golem was paralyzed for three turns in a row as well, so we're even on that. Yeah, and was confused for one turn, and you fucking fell asleep for one turn and then instantly woke up. But your cadaver is the real issue with my team. I need I need a little more... Alakazam. Uh, your uh, Alakazam is the real issue. I need a little more heft to take that thing down. Yeah, we uh, we were both coyly at the beginning. We're like, oh, do you want to swap your team? Change up the order a little bit? We were both like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we both still open with Alakazam and Hunter. Tater, <laughs> which I immediately switched out to Scyther. But then I just threw my Psybeam at that Scyther and I did about two thirds damage. And then Alakazam is one of the fastest Mon, man. I know. Your Alakazam Plus, is so Alakazam fast. is 35, and I think the Scyther was 33, right? So it's under level two. Yeah. And then I just killed I it. I did manage to take out your Alakazam eventually. Because your for alligator has crunch, which I didn't think it had. Oh already. yeah, yeah, for alligator has crunch. Yeah, yeah. It was a couple of good battles. Josh beat me. I I need to like power level again and get fifteen levels ahead of Josh. <laughs> I guess that's your only any chance of winning. Way. I'm like I'm 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 driving from the juniors team. I basically had four Pokemon because Snover was fucking garbage both times too. Except for that fucking hailstorm or whatever. That's. Yeah. That did its fair amount of damage. I mean, I need to just go ahead and like, I, if I can, I got to power level that thing to 40 so that it evolves because that is, it's useless. Yeah. And it still might be. Well, good battles. Josh beat me. That's fine. You can check them out on our uh, Twitter. We post them there on the level check. Yep. Bug catchers. That's the show. Thank you for joining us. As always, my name has been Green Ping Bell. And I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Fjell Sprout. This is Experience Shirts Pokemon Podcast. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and do follow it wherever you follow podcasts. Uh, I, I name them every week. You know what I'm yeah. talking about. And give us a follow, more importantly, on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Not more importantly. It's all important. We value all of it equally. Yeah. But do follow us on Twitter and Instagram at expsharepod. Check out the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers. Yep. And go to our merch store, which is already embroiled in controversy. God, we, we're already in trouble. <laughs> it's at T Public, and you can search for Experience Share on there. We also have it pinned on our uh, on our Twitter, and it's the link on our Instagram. But Nintendo already deigned to take the time. And is this going to help? Probably not what I'm saying. No. Yeah, they're going to fucking use this in court. <laughs> they already deigned to take the time to make Public take down our bug catcher design, and they are still disputing this Joshy Sweetie. And so you know what? You know who's not Joshy Sweetie this week? Nintendo. Nintendo. I just searched Experience Share on Public and got nothing. So we linked to the Public store on our Twitter and Instagram at expsharepod, but now you can also just find it at exp share merch.com yeah and like it's a podcast ad that is exp share m-e-r-c-h dot com go there it'll redirect you right to our t public page where you can buy all of the shirts that nintendo hasn't mercilessly taken down buy them before they issue a cease and desist but we've got matthew new kind of making some tweaks to the designs to both the joshy sweetie shirt and the um 
bug catcher shirt yeah. to make it compliant with Nintendo's ever watching <laughs> eye. So hopefully soon everything will be up there, but there are still some beautiful designs up there. All of the show art from all of the seasons, you can get on anything you want. Our logo, a couple of beautiful designs by Baby B, uh, Baby B, <laughs> and Bugcatcher by Bugcatcher John and Baby yeah. B John. He did a lot of our merch for the BSC podcast. The rest in pedals and a mayor cheat. And I think a couple of Matthew's designs have still made it under the radar. Yeah, your very own. You make me barf. Yeah, exactly. Which looks beautiful. So go check them out. They're all great. You can get them on whatever you want: shirts, mugs. Oh, and next week we have Fanula. Hell yeah! She's supposed to be Jim Seven. We we have to confirm that. Hell yeah! So potentially expect Vanilla to come back next week. Next week we will be doing uh, Mahogany Town, I believe. Okay, and we'll have Fanula, our friend Fanula Jones from Bandwagons, is back. Look forward to that. In the meantime, thank you for joining us, Bug Catchers. Josh, goodbye. Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>